0: Welcome to Element Pods where we start the conversation of how God is moving in your life. Thanks for joining us here on the Element Podcast today. A special treat, we have Jacob Watson joining us uh, on today's podcast and today's content is um, is one that is involves multiplication of the kingdom of God. I feel like we're Uh, We're called to love everyone, but when it comes to investing into individuals, it's impossible for us to feel like we can invest in everyone. We need to be very intentional about who we invest and how we invest. And and Jacob, could you share with us your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, totally. So like like you said, I think um, loving and investing go hand in hand, but I think they're two different things. Like um, students, if you're, Obviously, we're all called to love each other. And so if you see anybody, like, sitting alone at your uh, lunch table, you know, go love them. Go sit with them, you know. But that's that's definitely part of investing, but I think investing can definitely um, take in further. And obviously, you can't invest in every single person, you know. As youth ministers, we can't invest in every student. You know, that's why we have coaches, and that's ultimately why we give their – jobs to invest in you guys so as we look at
0: Christ's example right you're talking about we don't have the capacity to invest in everyone I mean Jesus chose 12 right correct and and of the 12 there were even three that he kept closer uh, than the rest of the 12 but it doesn't mean that he loved everyone else. Less, There were just a few that he was investing in a little more. So as a student, if, if I would put myself in the seat of a student that is wanting to look at how do I invest into the people around us? It might be a underclassman investing or excuse me, an upperclassman investing in an underclassman or maybe an underclassman investing into a middle school student. What what kind of opportunities do you see that our students could be taking advantage of?
1: Well, obviously, with your peers, um you know, I think investing. I think you have to look at it as it, as it, as what is, what are, what is the potential of this person? What is, what are they talented at? I think that's what people did when they invested in me. They, they said, Jacob, you're really good at this. You should look into this. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's not just they say that. It's then they follow up with that. You know, and so they, they um, invest by um, basically stepping along journey with you and what your your talents are. So what did that like, what was your you,
0: you just briefly mentioned your experience, like without without bringing up who those specific individuals were? What did you want from someone that was investing in you? Because I think it's important that we understand what people might be looking for. So totally. from your
1: experience, what did you want from them? I'm gonna kind of give two scenarios. One, obviously, if you're part of our ministry, you know, ransom. Um, and when I was in college, he was still in Omaha. Me and him met roughly maybe monthly, and that I didn't ask for that. He asked me, and it's just him wanting to invest in me and speak truth into me. Um, another another guy you guys may know, Brennan Reed. Um, You know, obviously he was a classmate. He was a year older than me, but he was just, um, he was a year further than me in school, but also like six years older. So he just had more knowledge of ministry. You know, he just invested in me and and showed talents. And and these two guys are on on completely different spectrums now ministry-wise. Brendan's in Colorado where he doesn't see any of the... um, the impact of his investment in me Ransom gets to since we work together now Right, you know what I mean and so it's just like in the business world you know you might invest in something that doesn't go well but you might invest in companies that you know make millions of dollars you know and you see that and so it's very similar
0: and so here's a here's a cool thing like I don't think for a minute that either Ransom or Brendan were like I'm gonna set out to to invest in them like, in, like it was like I'm going to put myself next to them because like, I, because of what I see there might be there. And it, was, there was no, it sounds like there was no official, hey, I am discipling you or I am investing in you. It was just more of a organic or natural occurrence of because we've put ourselves next to each other, I'm going to speak truth into what I see. And I'm going to take opportunity to sometimes probably push on you a little bit. Can you remember any moments that you felt like you were pushed by Ransom or Brendan during those times? Not
1: specifically, but I will say that they were um, they weren't investing for their personal gain. They were investing for ultimately the gain, the gain of the kingdom of God, you know.
0: So it's great that you bring that up because one of the greatest moments of investing in another individual we see in John chapter 21. Uh, Jesus this is after the crucifixion and resurrection, uh, Jesus approaches one of the three. these are his close ones, Peter right. and this was a guy that publicly denied knowing Christ in a public square like going, I don't know who this guy is. leave me alone. I don't want anything to do with this. Jesus comes up to reaffirm this guy. Uh, in ministry, and so it doesn't mean like when you're investing in someone that everything is going to go perfect, right? Or we may not necessarily right. have a have a have a sketched out plan. Um, but Jesus was willing to put in the time and the patience, and putting himself next to Peter. Uh, where where have you seen like that type of that type of relationship in your experience, uh, possibly? possibly with either Ransom or or Brendan, or where you see the opportunity for those types of experiences to naturally occur. As I look at the story of Jesus interacting with Peter, Peter was a guy that obviously Jesus was investing in. He was one of the 12, and even more closely, he was one of the three. Uh, Peter didn't always get it right, right? And so we look at a moment where Peter had previously denied even knowing Christ. This is after the crucifixion, after the resurrection. We see Jesus still relentlessly pursuing this person. Regardless of the choices they had made in their life, he was still putting himself next to Peter and said, Peter, hey, do you love me? Are you still going to be about this purpose? He keeps talking about feeding his sheep. Are you going to grow the church? Are you going to be a part of this kingdom that we're talking about? Because what you said, Ransom and Brendan, their inve- the purpose for their investing wasn't for personal gain. It was for kingdom growth. And like that's the same with Jesus and Peter. It wasn't for personal gain. It was for kingdom growth. Totally. And so how how would you speak to our students that that may have the capacity for that type of relationship with someone within our student ministry right now, like peer to peer? Because that's more what that
1: was with you and Ransom and you and Brendan is peer to peer. Totally. Yeah. And I think it's, I think for students, I think it's the willingness to go on um, the other person's journey, investing with them on their journey. And I think that Ultimately, that's what Jesus did with Peter, you know, and I think that, you know, obviously Brendan's in Colorado and he's really not a part of my story anymore, but it doesn't mean that we're not friends and that doesn't mean we don't talk ministry together, but it's like, it's just that willingness to, to be a part of their story and be a part of investing continually within their story.
0: Awesome. It's really important that we... That we take the opportunity to look around us, to look for situations, people, and circumstances to invest and to go above and beyond. Obviously, we're going to love everyone, but we're only going to have a certain capacity to invest in certain types of individuals because some individuals will connect with one type of personality and other individuals will connect with another one. And it's our responsibility, as Scripture says, to go and make disciples of all nations. Uh, Like, we are called to go and to invest in people. It's not a one-time occurrence. This, this discipling relationship is beside. So, uh, students, you need to look around you. You need to look at your relationship with your coaches and realizing that they are wanting to invest in you. You need to look at your relationship with the people in your groups and, um, look for possible opportunities right Jacob for you to step out and go
1: I want to invest in here with time and energy and creativity and even even ask your coaches like why ask them why they invest in in students and why they want to do that, you know, and have them tell their story yep. of who's invested in them and why they choose to invest.
0: Too. Yeah, because as you hear those stories, you're going to find reasons to invest yourself, right? Totally. So students, look for those opportunities because we want to be multipliers of God's kingdom, and uh, it's going to be a big part of God's kingdom growing uh, here in Grand right Island. Thanks for tuning in to Element Pots. Make sure you subscribe to this feed for future conversations about God at work in your life.